Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And today, I am joined by U.S. Coast Guard veteran and motivational speaker, Tracy Brown. And today, we're going to be talking about things like overcoming obstacles, playing small, PTSD, and anything else that Tracy wants to talk about. (laughs) So, Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Curtis, thank you so much. I've been looking forward to this. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Uh, Well, you said earlier that I'm a United States Coast Guard veteran. I was in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, as I like to tell people. It was 1983 when I went in, so there were not a lot of women in the Coast Guard then. And I was stationed in San Francisco, California. And in those days, we didn't have a swimmer school. There was no rescue swimmer school at that time. Rescue school came into being in around 1986. They started sending people to the Navy school in 85, but uh, I didn't have the benefit of that. So we got some local instructions and, and, uh, you know, did what we could with the instruction that they gave us. And it probably, it was, it was a perpetuator of trauma, I should say. And so I do a lot of speaking uh, on trauma and things that we can do to um, maybe help where we're at and give a little direction. And I think that was, was a big part of my journey early on as as an eight-year-old, I was burned very severely. And that was probably the first real trauma that I remember. So yeah, a lot, a lot of things that happen along our journey. And you know, the older we get, uh, the the longer the list of of neighborhoods that we've been in, as it were. So if you don't mind talking about it, if if you do mind, that's fine. But how did you get burned when when you were younger? Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. I was it was 1969. That's a long time ago. It was before there was any 911. And I was, I was eight years old and I was doing a play at home and we didn't have any fire retardant kind of uh, costumes or anything like that. We had, uh, so we made a costume with cotton balls. I was Santa Claus. We made a, a costume of cotton balls around my wrist and a cotton ball beard and, and reaching over a candle, it melted the tape that was holding the cotton balls and, and it caught my hand on fire. And while I was shaking my hand to put the fire out, the sparks caught my beard on fire and it exploded basically in my face. And so they were pretty severe burns. Uh, the doctors weren't sure if I was going to make it or not because they didn't really know a lot about burns back then either. So I tell people by the grace of God, it's some amazing things. Here I am. And um, yeah, I got some, got some stories behind that a few months in the, co- uh, a few months in the uh, hospital and then uh, 10 years of being an outpatient. So my last surgery, I think I was 16 or 17. So what made you want to join the Coast Guard, especially when there wasn't many women in at the time? <laughs> you know, my stepdad, who's a great guy, passed a couple of years ago, but it, he was a great guy. And he would always tell me every time I'd come over to the house, because I was kind of on a on a bad path. I was playing with some some tough kids. You know, every time I, every time I saw him, he, he, he would always say, you know, you got to go in the military. You should go in the military. It'll, you know, straighten out. He was a Navy guy. And uh, I can remember my best friend one time was with me and she's like, yeah, the Coast Guard, that sounds great. And I'm like, are you crazy? And so 
I decided to go to the recruiters to get enough information to convince her not to join. And, you know, <laughs> I believe in divine appointments. I really believe that it was a divine appointment for me to actually go there because I ended up taking some tests and they convinced me to actually go in, which was kind of hysterical. So, uh, but it was cool because I think I'd always wanted to serve something greater than myself. So it was one of those things that, you know, we think we're going to do something for one reason and, uh, you know, it, it comes out for another, but, but it still gets done. So I'm, I'm thankful. And, uh, and I really wanted to learn how to save lives and not necessarily be shooting at people. So the Coast Guard made a lot of sense to me. Physiotherapist for over 25 years. Yeah. Tell, tell us about that, how you got into that and, and what you specialize in. Oh, great. Well, it's interesting because the Coast Guard, you know, when I was a, a boat swimmer, we did a EMT work. They learned us they taught us how to uh, to do basic, you know, first aid and stuff like that. And I think when I was in the hospital as a kid, I was very fascinated with all the doctors that would come and see me. But uh, I had an injury, a work injury when I was in my 30s. And it was very debilitating. I, I couldn't walk for 10 days and it was pretty bad. And the physiotherapist that I was working with was brilliant and taught me so many things that I thought, wow, I would really like to help people with this kind of information. And so I started, I studied, I, I went to school, I went to I certified as a director of rehabilitation, been working with uh, doctors for over 25 years. And for the last 12 years or so, 11, 12 years, I've been specializing in scar tissue therapy. I discovered while well, after having an injury, being a physiotherapist, I discovered this tool that is amazing that actually helps to reorganize confused tissue, scars, scars and injuries are considered uh, confused tissue. And so I, I started working with this and getting some amazing results on my own and then started incorporating it in the practices that I've been with it, with the doctors. And it's a game changer. It's literally a game changer for athletes. It's a game changer for, for anybody that, you know, because of injury, they haven't been able to do the things that they like to do, whether, you know, play golf or football or whatever it is. This particular tool will help to recover those those years and get you back playing and doing the things you love to do. And it it's it's huge. Very, very thankful for it. And it's it's been a game changer for a lot of people. So I read in your bio you have this saying called playing small. Mm. Tell us what you mean by that and how that affected you throughout your life. Yeah, thank you. Playing small, I did a I did a speech uh, on Amazon Prime video series Speak Up. It's, it's an amazing series. And my signature speech was the dis-ease of playing small. And what I found through, you know, years of post-traumatic stress disorder, which is basically PTSD, what we do, those, those people that are dealing with trauma or in the trauma loop, as they call it, we tend to not want to be seen. So we kind of shrink back and, and we don't play as big as I think we possibly could. I know I wasn't playing to, to the potential that I had in my life. And so I was playing small. And so the, the play on words is the dis-ease of playing small. It's, we have a saying in the medical field that pain is an indicator that something is wrong. And whether that be physical pain or emotional pain. And I realized that there was, there's, there was this pain, this discomfort, this dis-ease, because I wasn't doing everything that I, I really felt that I could do in life. But I also didn't know how to get out of it because of the post-traumatic stress. And so... Um, so through years and years and years of really trying to figure things out and encouragement from others to actually uh, seek some help from somebody that actually understands trauma, uh, 
the book was really born, the, the book that I wrote, Rescue to Recovery. And it's, it's really my story. Some of them are from the Coast Guard. Some of them are from uh, the, the physiotherapy work that I do. But they're the lessons that I kind of gleaned from those things kind of after the fact, looking back and going, oh, wow, you know, that really is a picture of this and that's a picture of that. And so it's, it's my journey basically through 30 years of undiagnosed post-traumatic stress disorder. And playing small is a huge part of that because of the trauma. Yeah, so you, you were able to cope with undiagnosed PTSD. How did you manage to do it? And when did you realize that you even had PSTD? That's what it was. Yeah, great question. You know, a few years back, a friend of mine posted on social media 11, or 16 uh, characteristics of post-traumatic stress. And I had 14 of them. And I was like, kind of shocked because, you know, you never think, I didn't think, that I could have PTSD because, you know, I thought that was just for combat veterans, you know, and I come, come to find out that, that, well, just looking back in the last two years, how many of us have all been through trauma? It used to be the statistic that 70% of the population was affected by trauma. But I believe now with what's gone on in the last two years, I think everybody on the planet has experienced trauma. And so there's this commonality now that we have. And, you know, I, I decided because I do believe that it's a choice, I decided that I, I needed to address it. If I really wanted to play big in life, if I really wanted to do the things that I really, really wanted to do, I had to do something different than what I was doing. You know, the saying is that if you want to do something that you've never done, uh, you've got to do something different, right? And so I chose to go to the VA, Veterans Affairs, because they have a really great program for veterans. And there's a lot of free places out there too. There's, there's a lot of stuff on the online these days, especially with what we've all gone through, but just noticing changes in my personality, understanding that I reacted to things differently than other people. I was really quick to anger and uh, I was really having trouble sleeping. And those are some characteristics of post-traumatic stress. And, uh, and yeah, so I, uh, I decided to do something about it. And I hope that answered your question. <laughs> it absolutely did. Oh, good. The next thing I want to talk about it is your Marketing 2.0 International Leadership Award. Tell us what that is and how you got it and, and your feelings about getting that award. Great. Uh, thank you for, for acknowledging that. It's, you know, the speech that I did on Amazon Prime Video that on this ease of playing small uh, was what triggered that award. And it's, it's a award in, in, in leadership in my field. And it's an absolute honor to be recognized, you know, like any awards. But it was really great because it gave me a, a, another opportunity to speak before people. And the cool thing was that it's, you know, the, the book Rescue to Recovery is about my, my journey through PTSD. And this award and that keynote speech gave me the opportunity to kind of share some of the lessons and, 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 the, and the possibilities beyond. And so it gave me the opportunity for to speak on three, what I call business principles, but I, I also apply them to life. And the three principles are mindset, excellence, and fun. And mindset, the way our mind is set, how we look at things, how we approach things really creates the direction of our, in our life. If we tend to be more negative or tend to be more positive, the good news is if we're negative and we don't see the bright side of things, we can change our mind. We can decide to do that. Um, and then excellence, I use excellence in, in the light of languaging, how we can use positive languaging instead of negative languaging and 
and uh, excellence creates empowerment. When we're speaking positively and we're encouraging ourselves and others, it's very empowering. And then the third one is fun. Fun creates in your business and life this sustainability, this joy, this joy of life. And, you know, fun is one of those things. If you, if you, if you love what you do, right, you'll never work a day in your life. So it was, it was an honor to receive the award. And it was a really great opportunity in that process to, to really start honing in on a message that I really love teaching about, which is mindset, excellence, and fun. Well, do you have any current projects that you're working on that people need to know about? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm actually working now with a, a company called uh, Polk Institute. They're really an amazing group of people. It's a young institute. They're a couple years old, but their whole point, their whole drive is to empower entrepreneurs with the tools that they need to really be great business owners, how to be a fundable CEO, how to you know be financially savvy, how to run a business basically. And I, I have the opportunity now to be their mental fitness instructor, which is so very cool. And I, I can't say enough about these folks. So we're in the midst of my teaching session. It's a four-week session. What they teach entrepreneurs is pretty amazing. And it's a 40-week program all told. And they have different instructors come in and teach at four-week intervals. And it's an amazing thing. And they do it all through donation. If, if anybody's interested, they can go to Polk polkinstitute.org to find out more about it. It's a great group of folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you want to be an entrepreneur, polkinstitute.org. Throw, yeah. throw out your contact information. Uh, tell us where we can get the book and social media, website, all that good stuff. All right. My website is www.rescue2recovery.com. If you want to email me, you can go to info at rescue2recovery.com. If you want my book, you can buy it there. It's on, on the website. Pretty much everything is on the website. If somebody wants to get it from Amazon, they can do that. I like to do it through my website because I can sign them and all that good stuff. And then uh, socials, you can find me at on Instagram. You can find me at Tracy Brown underscore official and Tracy is T-R-A-C-E-Y. You can also find me at the same place on Facebook, Tracy Brown official and or Tracy Brown consulting. That's that's my that's my uh, business site that I do a lot of encouraging stuff on there and talk to entrepreneurs there as well. All right. Rescue to recovery. So close us out with some final thoughts, maybe something that I failed to touch on that you would like to talk about or just any final motivational thoughts that you might have for the listeners. Yeah, that's great. One of the things that I like to encourage people, uh, whether they have trauma or not, I truly believe that every one of us have a story in us. I truly believe that my story and your story and, and those people listening out here, we have some stories to tell. And and I believe that that each one of these stories will help us. Some people will listen to you, Curtis. Some people will listen to me, but not everybody will. And I think the more people, the more of us that tell our stories and the more of us that that are out on these podcasts, which I think are just an amazing vehicle. I think the more people that tell their stories, I believe that the more we'll actually be able to come together, you know, we'll actually be able to uh, understand each other and realize that people are more alike than we are different. And I think that's a, it's a real important uh, thing these days that's necessary that we all understand that, you know, human beings, it doesn't matter where we are socially, it doesn't matter where, what color, what what we believe we're all people, we're all humans, and we 
and we all feel the same way. And so I think it's important that we tell our stories so we can understand that, that we're all pretty much the same and we all feel, we all feel feelings. And, and uh, I just think it'll be a better place. The more of us that uh, learn more about each other. That's, that's kind of my, my thing these days. Ladies and gentlemen, rescue to recovery international best-selling author, motivational speaker, Tracy Brown. Be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible about Tracy's amazing story. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Curtis, thank you so much. I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing here. Uh, It's a great, great thing. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.